Hey, you guys, just want to let you know we have an amazing show called The Game Changer Show each and every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. GMT, where we interview uh, entrepreneurs, athletes alike. Uh, it gives people uh, an, op- an opportunity to listen to people's story, how they made some, how they've kind of uh, really turned their business around. Uh, it's fun. It's thought provoking. It's an opportunity to ask questions uh, and it's interactive. So if you want to come uh, and hang out with some cool people, uh, 6 p.m. Please go to uh, youtube.com forward slash sleeve forward slash Adam Strong. Subscribe and click on the bell and we'll see you there on Wednesday at 6 p.m. GMT. Cheers. Take care. This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hey, Medi. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you, man. Happy Wednesday. Bye. So listen, great to be on today's session with you and stuff, but just for the purpose of people listening just give us a little bit of an overview about your business and why we're doing a session today essentially uh, our business is a smartware company from norway it's called votware and uh, we are focusing on the training apparel that enhances human physiology so smart clothing but directly related to human physiology and uh, believe it or not, you know, we cross paths in Clubhouse, amazing app, amazing people in an amazing room that you were the moderator. So that was pretty cool. Appreciate it. And, uh, <laughs> and we, you know, we really, I think it was a question I asked where it was like, um, how do we sell the color red to someone who doesn't know how to, who has never seen red or who has never heard of red, right? And the feedback was amazing. And you were like, we got to get on this call. We got to get a session. And I loved it. And I, you know, I'd like to hear more, essentially. <laughs> cool, man. Love it. Very good. At the end of today's call, what, what specifically would you like to go away with? What, what specific tools or advice or information would you like to get out of today's session? Honestly, the key thing with any innovative company is finding the right people. Mm-hmm. The right people literally unlock the doors, you know, no matter what it is. We have seen in history experts like... Uh, um, even Bill Gates, an expert in computing, said that you would never need more than, what was it, 10 kilobytes? And he was dead wrong. People are using terabytes today. So you really need to find the right people, the right mindsets when you have something new. Even if they're experts in the field, it doesn't make them the right people. So I guess that's what I would, lo- I would love from this uh, um, session, you know, a path to the right mindsets, the right people. Path to the right people. Cool. All right, cool. All right. So what I was going to say to you, actually, my first question, because I've written down a few questions that I want to ask you. The first question I want to ask you is in terms of the consumer's minds or potential customers that come across the word Votware, V-O-T-W-E-A-R, what do they think of that? Because for me, you know, for from someone that is quite new to, you know, I love the concept, by the way, of smartware. And that really is very, you know, kind of what I call in trend. But tell me more about how did the whole kind of name thing come about? Because I'd love to know more about that. 
So Botware is actually, the reason why we settled on the name itself is our first product is a vascular occlusion training wear, right? Yep. yep. So that is why our first product, because essentially what it does is it reduces the amount of metabolic waste leaving a working muscle, which manipulates the muscle and the body into thinking you're working harder. So you grow quicker. Mm -hmm. So we had to give the company name kind of like an homage to the first product because officially the VOT stands for Vanguard of all things. So Vanguard of all things is and will be the mother company. And this is the wear section. This is the wear line because we're going to have Vanguard of all things tech, Vanguard of all things wear. So what wear, what tech, etc. But it was also an homage to the first product being a vascular occlusion training. So that's how we landed the name. And, and who came up with the concept? I'd love to know, you know, what was the research based upon it? How did you come up with the aha moment? Shit, we need to create this amazing smart wear product. Where was the, where did you see the opportunity from your perspective? So one thing I noticed was, because I had, I had a background in sports. I, I, had, I did professional athletics with a Norwegian national team, uh, 60 meter, 100 meter, 200 meter. Um, I have played um, semi-pro American football, but in Europe. And I even competed in uh, Greco-Roman wrestling and, M and MMA. Wow. But this was before and during medical school. And one thing I noticed was in medical school, um, because of the history of my sports background, I had come across something called Katsu. And Katsu is essentially a $1,000 machine that does exactly what our product does, exactly the same thing. It increases the pressure or there's a localized pressure on your legs or your arms that, again, keeps out the metabolic waste from leaving the muscle during working out mm -hmm. and thus increases the growth. But this machine costs so much and you can't run with it. You can't fight with it. You can't play basketball with it, right? It's a machine. It's like a blood uh, pressure cuff machine. And I have also seen some mobile versions of the machine, but they themselves are very clunky and clumsy and expensive. Not only that, but there's a huge knowledge barrier. People do not know how to use these things. So essentially, I was sitting there thinking, how can a student afford this without putting not only myself and my health in jeopardy by not knowing how to do it, by doing it too tight, by doing it too loose, maybe the wrong position? So I literally went on Google and searched BFR, so blood flow restriction wear, because I, I didn't even think that it wasn't made. I was, it, wasn't, it didn't even cross my head it wasn't made. I was literally searching for it to buy. And then no search, no, nothing was found. Interesting. So I was like, wait a minute, this isn't made. <laughs> so I started doing going deeper and searching and I literally couldn't find the product. So because I couldn't wait for it, we were like, all right, I guess we have to make it. And then the idea of smart clothing work came to life because once you're in the waters, you become like a channel for inspiration. So this is not only going to be our first and only line of smart clothing. We already have two parallel lines that also have their own superpower, you could say, also have their own you know, function that uh, we will release later on. Very cool.
Very good. And um, okay, that's interesting. Very good. So for you, from your perspective, you want to be able to get more in terms of like partnerships perspective, right? You want to be able to leverage partnerships, you know, leverage the brand, create brand ambassadors, whatever it might be, correct? Exactly. Smart, smart partners is everything, you know, our, we had our first investor actually come in and this was where we realized that, you know, money in itself doesn't mean anything. It's the networks that come with the money. Correct. And, and this was exactly what made us go, okay, we need the right people in this. This is not, we're not selling shoes. We're not selling glass. We're not selling a product that has been around. We're literally the world's first and the world's leading because if you actually search this now, you'll see four or five other companies that are copying. Mm. But we are the leading in both terms of sales, design, expertise, and area of clientele. Tell me about your clientele more. Who do you think? So our clients, sorry, go for it. No, I was just going to say, who, who, who specifically would it be, who would give it great benefits to, and, you know, who would it really appeal to? Honestly, this is why it's difficult because it's almost like asking, you know, who's the clientele for water or fire? You know, it's, it's everyone. And I know it sounds strange, but essentially anyone who wants to get in better health or better shape becomes a clientele. I'll give you an example. Let's pick the oldest demographic. Sure. The oldest demographic because of age, they lose muscle mass because of age. Uh, you have, you know, arthritis or you have uh, weak uh, and sore joints. You might have certain pains, so you cannot lift heavy. And this is exactly where our product comes in, where you can actually get a workout in with light weights, mm-hmm. but still get benefit of a heavyweight workout due to the accumulation of this metabolic waste that the product does. And then if you go to the exact polar opposite clientele, which is, let's say, a linebacker in the NFL, he benefits from it too, because what he's going to do when he wears it is, let's say he wears it in practice under his pads. He's going to push his body into such a state of heightened lactic acid accumulation that the day he plays a full game without the shirt, he will not even feel the lactic acid. Like his threshold will be so much higher because the body's used to training in an acidic environment. So it's almost all over the spectrum. It just depends on how we hit the market. Absolutely. So we've got, I've been writing a list and, and it's, and for me, when you've got something which is quite unique in what you do, it's okay to have what I call multi-fascia avatars. So there might be a specific type of avatar that you think, do you know what? This would really, really benefit this person such as an Olympic athlete or a sports celebrity or someone that is, training on a regular basis for either competition or even if it's just to kind of generally stay fit and healthy or whatever it is but then you've got what i call the multi-fascia avatars you've mentioned someone who is you know over the age of 60 where their muscle hypertrophy is essentially breaking down because of age and then you've got the polar opposite to that which is essentially the the 30 to 40 year old gym goers or gym bunnies as i like to call them and uh, who have got a little bit of extra disposable income, but they obviously care about their 
their shape, their image. It might appeal to women, for example, after pregnancy and so forth. So it's okay to have multifaceted avatars. One of the things that I think would be really interesting here is, is to actually say, for example, you identified three main avatars specifically for your clientele, right? And you've probably got maybe three or that you're already thinking in your head right now. What I would do in your in your case, now if we look if now the obvious choice is what if we start with say Olympic athletes or sports teams. Now those are kind of ones that, you know, I mean I've I'm an, an ex athlete myself, same as you. One of the things that I would do is in order to get partnership agreements in place is number one is you've got to make sure that I think you said that it was, is it intellectual property patent? Have you got it patented yet? So as we said, uh, we have what they call a design patent. So no one can ever make something that looks like that, but you can't patent this intellectually okay. due to the fact that it is and has been around since 1970, which is, I believe a really good thing. No, uh, but there are probably certain features uh, or there's certain, for example, the name of the brand, that is intellectual property in its own right. Of course, Absolutely. of course. And that is obviously ours and we own it, obviously. Yeah, 100%. So I definitely would definitely look at protecting the IP, first of all. And i you know, happy to connect with one of our clients that's helped me in protecting my IP. So happy to, to make a connection there if you want to. But in terms of sports athletes and Olympic athletes, one of the things in terms of partnerships rather than kind of now the end goal obviously is to get some exposure the end goal is to get is to leverage their personal brand or their you know i suppose their influence or whatever it might be in order to either uh, give them some some direct benefit of course so the first question you have to ask yourself was okay where are these olympic athletes hanging out well during the pandemic or whatever it is, they're not probably not doing so much training right now. So that probably means right. that they're going to be on social media. So, you know, are they going to be on a clubhouse, for example, are they hanging out on LinkedIn? Are they hanging out on Facebook? So my suspicions are going to be that they're probably going to be hanging around on Instagram and they're going to be probably doing some snap sessions and, and featuring some of the training sessions that they're currently doing. And so probably going to be Instagram to communicate to their tribe or Twitter. So Twitter, I definitely would look at Twitter as well. Start putting into Twitter and into Instagram certain hashtags of keywords that you think that they're going to use. So if, they're, if you're going after, as an example, athletics, then some of the, the keyword might be athletics, for example. It might be if you're going after, I don't know, say a basketball player, it just could be using basketball or whatever it might be, or NBA. So really right. get, really start to think of the ideal partner who would be great for you. And if it is a long distance runner, then great. Then, then you've become a little bit more niched in terms of who you think it would be great for. I think someone like an ultra, a triathlete would be good or a, a, a run. So someone in the track and field realm would be great, a great starting block for you. So think of thinking of sports that would create huge amounts of waste product, such as cycling. Look at some of the sporting events that are coming up right now. So we've got this year, we've got Tokyo. We've got next year, maybe Commonwealth Games, potentially. You've also got indoor and outdoor Grand Prix as well as that. And then what I would do is I would, 
I would do some research into trying to find out who is going to be on those Grand Prix, who's going to be featured in those events and start following them on Instagram, start following them and uh, start following them on social media, right? Make a few comments, make a few shares, make a few likes, build, try to build, uh, try to get a picture about what's important to them, what are their values and what makes them tick, right? So, and then once you, over a period of time, over a sort of a, I don't know, a sort of a six to eight week period of time, once they see that you've engaged with their posts, okay, and that you're, that you're having a conversation and that it's not completely a stranger. Now, what you've got to take into consideration is that they're getting daily people messaging them with the same opportunity, okay? Right. Bear that in mind. So exactly. So the other thing you've got to think to yourself is, well, how am I going to stand out from the crowd? That's the big multi-million dollar question. And so if you do it the way I've said to do it, which is essentially, you know, build up a relationship, find out what's important to them, find out if it is the gold medal at Tokyo that's super important to them and help them and say, listen, I've got a, a product right now which is going to help reduce it's going to help reduce your lactic acid it's going to increase your vasodilation it's going to increase uh, capillary networks whatever it is that you, you know, tell them about the benefits i'd love to get your opinion about it and offer you a trial offer you a sponsorship whatever it is that you want to offer them think about what exactly you want to offer them because if you're clear and concise about what you can offer them it, based on the benefit okay then they're going to respond in due kind. They're probably going to turn around and say, sounds fantastic, speak to my PR agent, or that sounds fantastic, speak to my sponsor. And then that means right. you've then got to make sure that you've got your pitch down to a T. So your pitch is going to be super important. Now, with regards to your pitch, and this is so important in making sure that you're communicating your true value, I teach my clients a seven-step methodology. I think it's eight, actually. So the first one is, did you know? So the did you know would be something like, for example, did you do you know what it feels like to did have you ever spoken to an athlete that won the silver medal over someone that won the gold medal? Right. And they're like, Yeah, oh, yeah. oh no, let's not even go there, right? That is completely let's not even go there, right? But that's a really good, you know, that's a really good opening line, right? Just something like that. Do you have you ever spoken to someone that's won the silver medal over the gold medal? Yeah. How did they feel? Have you ever thought about that? Okay. My name is, and then you go into who your name is and what your company is and what do you specialize in? One paragraph, bang. Right. So did you know your name? What do you specialize in? Three points. And then the fourth point is what is the problem? What are the big problems for most athletes? And they are already going to know this. The big problem for high intensity uh, training when you're training for the athletics is that you know, you're going to be, you're going to have uh, longer recovery periods. You're going to be more open to injuries. Uh, you're going to have, uh, I was going to say, uh, you're going to have less energy, all of those kinds of things. So it doesn't have to be super complicated from a physiological perspective. Okay. Try to take the jargon out of it and any technological terms out of the terminology. Just keep it short, simple, and sweet. And then nice. tell them about what exactly you have to offer. Hi, we have uh, two varieties of different training, uh, two different types of training, fashion, bottoms, leggings, whatever you want to call it, right? Apparel, right. okay, which helps reduce this, this, and this. So tell them about the benefits again, okay? It's the only smart wear of its kind in the world that helps 
reduce this, okay? Uh, and then you say, uh, then you say as you're coming towards the end, which is on point seven, okay, your point seven is what is your vision? Our vision is to X, all right, and make it sure that is ex so they get excited about it. You've got to create a vision that they're excited about. So is it the fact that you want to have, I don't know, a thousand athletes from around the world to be wearing uh, vote wear to help them to win gold medals, right? Or something like that. What is the vision behind that? Have it powerful. It's punchy. It's straight to the point. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so looking forward to this. And then the last thing is a call to action. What do you want the person to do? Okay. It's really important. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to pick up the phone? Do you want them to email you? Do you want them to, do you want to send a product to them so that you can get their opinion and a review or a testimonial? Do you want them to become a sponsor? Um, I'd love to schedule a call to see how I can help you win a gold medal at the Tokyo Olympics in 22. How does that sound to you? Right, right. Right. And when, when people say yeah. that to me, I'm like, okay, now you've got my eye. Now you've caught my, I'm intrigued. And the whole point of a pitch, and it's really important, is that you create curiosity. Super important. Exactly. Curio I like that. Curiosity is the killer because the thing is, is that you've got to understand these people are busy. They're training it eight, 10 hours a day, right? They've got a team of people that are trying to look after them, trying to maximize their performance. They want to be the best in the world, right? I've been there, done that, and got the t-shirt because I worked with Olympians and I've been one of them. I've been there. And so I know him, how important it is to them. It's in their blood. It's in their DNA that they have this. Uh, if they can get the extra, what I call marginal gain over their competitors, right? In order to yeah. be the best athlete that they can be, then guess what? Bam. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I love it. I love it. And I agree. I absolutely agree with this method. So if you use that methodology in that particular order, I can guarantee you that, you know, out of every 10 people that you contact, you're probably going to get at least three or four takers off the back mm. of that. Mm. It's the tough. It's absolutely a tough market. One needs every edge one can get. Every uh, um, approach needs to be calculated and really, you know, vetted and planned out. You know, it can't leave certain things to chance, honestly. No, um, I agree. It's just a matter of making sure that you do your due diligence. You want to make sure that the athlete or the sports celebrity or sports team exactly. is, is affiliated or it, it aligns to your values because that's important, right? And if you're going to be working with them on a long-term basis or a long-term relationship, then essentially at the end of the day, you want to make sure that it, there is congruency with your brand. So I call it brand, exactly. brand congruency is extremely important because otherwise if you're inconsistent and you're affiliated with people like, I don't know, what's his face, Armstrong, who ended up being a cheater and it's, then it's going to damage yeah. the brand. Do you understand what exactly. I'm saying? So you're going to be really selective. No, you're absolutely right. So I, I, what I would do is I would put together a list of at least 50 athletes, 50 to 100 athletes, mm. okay, of, uh, and they don't have to be Norwegian. They could be American. They could be British. Exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter. Stick to a certain discipline, okay? So it might be, in fact, pick two disciplines. I would go track and field one, 
as the as the first one we, we actually we actually picked uh, crossfitters and bodybuilders yeah but it's not because we, we no but the crossfitter community is the most concentrated community in terms of knowledge within occlusion training no other community knows occlusion training and uses it as much as they due okay. to the high amount of intensity training mm -hmm. and lactic acid requirement who else is doing reps upon reps upon reps with that much weight true crossfitters well i what i would do is i would find out who are the top 50 influencers in the crossfit space and there's a lot exactly i can tell exactly. you there's a lot ex-athletes yeah. that have turned to crossfit as well you know in america they have reebok that basically is affiliated with crossfit uh, well, I don't know yeah. if they do now because I know that the founder of CrossFit, I think they, he said something too much and they, they yeah. cut their strings with him. But right. cutting long story short, you know, there's a lot of influences in the CrossFit space. Personally, CrossFit is one area, but the other area is I would look at track and field. I would look at both areas. Mm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, so I would draw up 50 athletes track and field, 50 athletes for, for CrossFit, start engaging with their posts, uh, start building up a relationship, following them, uh, find out what's important to them, uh, find out what, what they're doing, what their vision is, how can you help them? Once you start to engage with them, when you start building a relationship with them, when you start to eat, and it's important, really important that you're consistent with engagement, really important. Mm. Uh, some might be on Instagram, some might be on LinkedIn, some might be on Twitter, you know, take a look to see what they're doing, and where they're, where they're hanging out. But I, I'm more suspected it's going to be Twitter and Instagram. Uh, those are the two platforms that I think that they're going to be hanging out more. So definitely. Then again, once you've done that, hit them with a pitch. Think about what the call to action is going to be. And then the next step is then getting them in for a meeting, all right, or a call or a consultation. Yeah, yeah. That's the end goal. Once you've got them on the phone, then you can tell them about the concept of your, uh, your product or whatever it might be. And they're more than likely, they'll probably be interested. What you don't want to do is give away equity right at the beginning. Mm. You don't want to give away mm. shares either because they have to prove that number one, they're going to promise what they promised. And see here, one of the things that I advise a lot of people like yourself is that you get so excited about the opportunities that you give away equity or shares in your company before they've even proved that they are actually going to say what they do, what they say. Exactly. I, so, I absolutely agree. So, so refrain from doing that right at the beginning. And I wouldn't do anything like that until at least 12 months after relationship has gone into fruition. Nice. Yeah. Cause one has to have a certain guarantee, you know, um, we see this a lot with any third party partnership. We see it a lot where everyone obviously sells themselves, yeah. but it's one thing to promise yeah. is another to do. No, I like that. I like that. It definitely has to be a certain trial period. Absolutely. So you have to have a trial period. And the other one is that have an NDA. Make sure you have an NDA yes. signed up. Uh, it's really important to have an NDA before any conversations, because if you have an NDA sort, uh, sorted, then at least you're protected as a business as well, because otherwise, you know, people just talk, right? <laughs> just exactly. Talk, you know, whether, exactly. It be good or, whether it be good or bad, you know, it's good to have the, the good to have that in board. So, that is what I would do for you for the, that's what my recommendation is from the initially. And then let me know how you get on. And uh, after that, and then, you know, we can see what we're doing after that and 
you know, we, you can tell me how you're getting on. Awesome, man. Awesome. Does that sound good? Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Good Sounds stuff. Sounds like a solid plan, man. All right, man. Well, listen, I hope you've enjoyed today. Let me know how you get on. Keep me in, keep me in the loop. And, you know, if there's any, any other ways in which I can add a, a bit of value or whatever it might be, you know, uh, just feel to reach out and uh, I'll see what I can do. Dude, your time has been amazing and grateful for it. Grateful for everything. And you've oh, really right. dissected a lot of the, the steps needed for a lot of people that really, you know, do not know what they're doing or think they're doing the right thing. So I really appreciate that. Really You're appreciate very welcome. Well, hopefully we'll see you back on Clubhouse again with some of our listeners that are listening to this recording. When you're on Clubhouse at 7 p.m. GMT, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's called No BS or Ego, Just Authentic and Genuine Business Advice. And this guy, well, he's been in there. He knows all about it. What do you think? Yeah, dude. Yeah, get get into it. Like, get into There are a lot of crap groups on Clubhouse, but get into this one. And by, <laughs> and by the way, guys, if you're on Android, you're going to have to wait for the update. So I'm sorry about that. But this is just for Apple users. Otherwise, listen, yep. hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and we'll see you soon. Take care. Thanks, Mehdi. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the Game Changers Experience. I hope that you got some amazing value, some great insights and golden nuggets that you can implement into your business straight away. I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on the button below. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.